I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 49, almost at the big 5-0. That's what's up. Big accomplishment. In a few weeks, it'll be a year. And uh, yeah, really, really cool. I was supposed to have a a couple guests today from Open the Portal, an animation studio, uh, a couple of friends of mine, but one of them got sick and canceled. So normal, normal Sadcast today. And I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> I didn't prepare anything because I thought I was going to... I literally got an email a couple hours ago, so I thought I was going to interview them. And usually when I do interviews, I don't like to... Pre- I don't like to prepare. I guess I'm just lazy. I don't like to prepare. Uh, I, I, But I do think I, I do better when I can just be off the cuff. It's more natural. I think people like natural conversations a little bit more than prepared questions. I think that 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 that's an old way of doing things and you know we 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 don't have to cut things short for time like they do on TV and and have to be r- real scripted. This is totally unscripted. So, hey, that's good. And hey, I'm good at that. So, you know, by the way, uh there's there's a couple people watching this on on YouTube live and I'm just considering the whole youtube thing an experiment because i i really want what i want to do eventually is get a producer and 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 someone spruce up the channel i i legit don't know how to do any of that and and uh i don't know like um i like how chris delia's youtube podcast version the version of his podcast that he, he he films and puts on youtube i like i like how that looks uh, or even Joe Rogan's thing. I just I just like that whole thing. 
So I, I eventually want to do that. But uh, so this is all practice, and and I'm not, I'm not a producer. I don't know how to do that. YouTube is is the whole the whole operation methods you need on YouTube are very complex. I think, or at least in my brain, I don't know. But for those uh few people watching on YouTube, they're they're watching me drink some co coffee off of a mug that says lesbians. So you're you're missing out. You're you're all of you are missing out. But I can't fault you because maybe you just like hearing my voice and you hate my face. I get it. Some people some people say, "Hey, you have a very punchable face, Sadwater." I'd rather just listen to your voice. And some people say, hey, Sadwater, you have a nice face, but I hate your voice. So I watch your live stream. I'm one of the few watch that watches the live streams on mute. And I, I say, hey, that's weird. But I get it. And and uh, and that was my that's my mom. My mom. My mom told me that. <laughs> Actually, no, she what she would say is shave. You need to shave your beard. Which I'm gonna do. I think I'm doing this uh, tomorrow. I think I'm shaving it tomorrow. So R.I.P. for any of you that that want to buy my facial hair, I'm gonna shave it, put it in a little baggie, throw it up on eBay or Sadwater.com. Go buy stuff, and you can go buy my beard. So if you can't grow a beard or you just think I'm famous and want my beard, uh, both are weird. Both are not true. I mean, you can want it. That could be true, but not famous. So. You'd just be buying some guy's facial hair. But hey, we're all famous because somehow we all made it here and we're alive. The odds of that, astronomical. Oh, oh, uh, someone in the comments in the YouTube said, what happened to your videos? So this channel, the reason I have about 709 subscribers to my channel is because I had a channel before. Before I started Sadwater and before I started anything. So my answer to you Vic rules 666 is they're just in private. If you all think I should take my videos that I had on before off private and just keep them up. I used to have a channel called Don't Tread on Media. Cool play on words and uh I'll just I'll just put them back up. So it's up to you guys. Whatever you want, let me know. I'll do it. I just didn't want to confuse people because uh Vic rules 666. I am Sadwater now. And I have um, an Instagram, at Sadwater, and a brand, sadwater.com. And I'm wearing a Sadwater sweat sweatshirt. So that's the answer. I guess I'm a, I'm a chameleon or a jack-of-all-trades or one of those, or maybe a combination of both, where I've kind of done it all very horribly. <laughs> You, <laughs> I guess. I guess if you are a jack of all trades, you're you're just not very good at everything, but you try a lot of things. But maybe that's how you find out if you're good at something. I didn't know I was good at doing YouTube uh, 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 podcasts, and and that's because I I, I kind of knew I was because before that I was doing uh, long long live streams on Periscope a few years ago, and I was kind of bad at the beginning, but I got good pretty quickly. So already we're uh, six, almost seven minutes in, and I, I've, I've talked nonstop about absolutely nothing, but you're still paying attention, which is pretty cool. And I'm not talking about the three people 
watching on on YouTube right now. I'm talking about the people listening on the podcast thing on iTunes or on Spotify. But so I was saying that I didn't have anything prepared. That's kind of true. In the back of my mind, there was something I wanted to talk about, which was is pretty relevant f- for right now. And it, it what it does is it stems from fake news. And I know that's a boring topic, and, and you even hear the president talk about it all the time, and everyone's always talking about fake news, fake news, fake news. No, you're fake news. No, you're fake news. No, you're fake news. Everyone's fake. <laughs> but that that's... So, so what I wanted to talk about is the exploitation of horrible events worldwide by people who are opportunistic that make end up making fake you, uh, Instagram accounts to garner a large following, which is pretty crazy because I think it's it's a semi new phenomenon. I know that the guy that did the Coney twenty twelve thing he might he has to have been the first. But but right then and there, before fake news was a thing, right then and there, I knew this guy was a scam artist. And that was in 2012. I think, I think what we've all forgotten to do is go with our gut with regards to who do we trust and why do we trust them. We, we buy into brands and branding really quickly. So we'll believe the New York Times because of years of Branding, hundreds of, or a hundred years. I don't know how long the New York Times has been around, but I think a hundred and something years. And we just believe they're reputable because of their name and their branding, or CNN, or for some people, Fox, or, you know, everyone's biased. I think that would be a better off if people were pretty straightforward with their beliefs. That's why Fox News, I admire that they're very straightforward. They're, they're right wing. CNN, they, they pretend they're, they're centrists, but they're not. They're left wing, and so MSNBC is pretty straightforward with their left leaning views. That's all irrelevant to what I want to talk about right now, and I was just using those as an example. So this is nothing new, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because the one that comes to mind is uh, I guess something happened in Sudan last week, and uh, not only do I not know what happened, but I don't care, and that mean <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm evil. It means I'm telling you the truth. Because the capacity to care in reality for each of us individually is very, very small. You can care about your family and your friends and maybe your community. And then, you know, on a larger scale, your country. So if something like 9-11 happens, you're going to care. Because it, it, you feel connected if you love where you live, if you love your country, which I do, you, you feel connected. You feel connected to your country. Now, if you don't love it, go somewhere else. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, actually, go somewhere else. Maybe we'd all be better off. But so something happened in the Sudan or whatever, and and there was a ton of fake accounts that kept on popping up about feeding. Uh, if if you like and if you share and if you follow, we'll we'll give a meal to poor Sudanese people. Right off the bat, you gotta be. You got to question it right off the bat. And the fact is, is that very few people, it seems like very few people actually question it because uh, they got this one account, the main account that 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 then there was a ton of offshoots and a ton of copycats who saw that it was working because this stuff does work. 
it's like it's it's re- it's evil marketing. Exploitative. Right? So the main one got around 500,000 th- followers. Maybe maybe more. And their one their post, their one post that they had up had a close to a million likes. So you can imagine how many times it was shared and how many comments. I don't have the screenshot. I didn't I didn't really know I was going to rant about this right now because I didn't prepare for this podcast, but this is something that's on my mind. And uh hey, I get it. There's a ton of stupid people out there and if it works it works, but <laughs> it, it was brought to my attention by one of the people that follow me that that account uh basically admitted it was a scam. I guess it's not necessarily a scam cuz they're not they're not selling you anything. So it's not like they said, "Hey, donate a dollar to us." Or donate some money to us and then we'll go spend that money and buy these people food. It was more about gaining a ton of followers overnight. And it worked. So it's a scam in the sense of it's an emotional scam. <laughs> they're 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 getting free emotional points from uh, close to a million people. But basically it was brought to my attention that they 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 totally deleted all their Sudan project thing and by the way and then and then people actually thought that if they changed their icon their their avatar picture on Instagram to uh, blue just a blue background that they're going to help Sudanese people I I say that a little weird that shows how much I actually care about that place I don't know how to say Sudanese Sudanese I don't care when I say I don't care it doesn't mean I want to I want people to have a bad time (laughs) I want to wish horrible things on people. No, I don't. I just don't care. Because I'm telling you the truth. Now, if that makes me seem like an asshole, cool? I don't know. Now, I'm going to take a step to the side for a second. Put put this opening rant right to the side for a second. And I'm just going to say that um, if you've been listening to my podcasts from the beginning up until now, you're going to you're going to notice maybe a slow shift in tone. You're going to notice that I'm a little bit more open about my beliefs and I'm 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 not really hiding I'm not I'm not sugarcoating things for you. And the reason is is because I think that people really gravitate towards um authenticity. And I'm being real with you guys. And and I think that what's lacking from many of these channels and podcasts and personalities and fame, especially with celebrities and politicians and, and media people, is that everyone's trying to, to, to present themselves in a, in a nice light. And everyone wants to be nice and everyone wants to. It. it, it it's they're basically showing you their Instagram stories forever. They're only showing you the nice things. No one's going to show you the bad things. No one's going to going to expose themselves and what they believe because people believe dark things. And they just keep it to themselves and I think that that that's just not interesting. I want to hear what you really think. I don't want to hear the bank teller version of you. 
Um, and that's fine if I if I end up alienating some people. I don't I don't even think I do because I'm not. Although I am political per- personally, on these podcasts I'm not super political because this is not I'm, I'm I want I'm more interested in culture. Politics is dead <laughs> because of identity politics. Identity politics basically took over everything. So politics is dead. We can't we can't ever argue about policy anymore. And that's kind of what was interesting to me with politics is policy. Now, for millions of people, that's really boring. We're more interested on that's racist or that's sexist or that's homophobic or that's transphobic or that's Islamophobic. Debate is is dead. Debate has been totally demolished. So I'm more interested in culture. And culturally, we're in a weird time right now where people have to virtue signal about how awesome they are. And they're going to change their their Instagram profile picture to a blue thing that represents helping Sudan. Did it really help? Don't know. Don't care. I'm going to post this as my profile picture, and I'm going to go spend some money on sadwater.com and go buy my $10 coffee. And uh, drive my my thirty thousand dollar car or something because no one cares. It's fine not to care. You know who should care? People that live in shitty countries. They should care, but a lot of them are fleeing their countries. And it used to be if you cared about your country and your culture, you would fight for it. And it's actually it's th- that mentality is is seeping into this country too. We're all kind of trading our values as to not offend. We're throwing away our personal beliefs so other people don't get mad at us. I know that that's all very vague, but I've spoken about this with regards to the Gay Pride Month. It's a whole month now. And uh, we've... we've uh, the exploitation of children with, with regards to Pride, we, we don't care about protecting children anymore. We don't care about... Uh, we don't care about anything anymore. And and it's because I don't know, I think it maybe started with Gen X or Gen, but or, or millennials, but we are very cynical people now. And if you show that you care about anything with regards to your culture, you're lame. But you're supposed to care about other other countries all the time. And, and and my favorite is, and I've done a whole podcast uh, opening rant about global warming, but man, that's that's another one. The global warming thing is is such BS. Um, I, I there are some friends of mine, and and uh, actual friends of mine, but I don't talk. It's funny because global warming is very political, so I don't even talk about that with them. But where they post in their stories about. Uh, there's <laughs> there's always every month there's a picture that says something like Greenland is uh losing their ice caps. It's so sad. And then so they'll repost it and be like so if, if things don't change now they're they're we're doomed. And then the next story is uh a makeup tutorial or some free shit that they got from a skincare company. Or them just going around, going about their day, in beautiful Southern California, where 
it doesn't seem like the world is falling apart. Now, I know that that sounds stupid because you can say sad water. Global warming is a major problem. And just because you have a nice day outside doesn't mean that that uh, the whole world is falling apart and we're going to all die in 10 years. And uh, I have many ways to counter that, but that's not what this opening rant's about. Go listen to episode 41 or 42. Someone said every month it loses 25% of its ice. Um, don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about um, uh, Greenland? We're in a warming period, and we're so, is it nearsighted? We're so nearsighted or far? I don't know anything, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're so, uh, our concept of time is very, very off because we can say, look, in the past hundred years, or we can even say, look, since the industrial revolution, there's been a major warming trend. And I can say that's too, that's too recent there has been a major warming trend for the past 200,000 years um way before the industrial revolution we're we're very masochistic we want to punish ourselves for innovating we want to punish ourselves and i get it and it actually makes sense we want to feel guilty about pulling ourselves out of the dark ages and it's because the more comfortable we get, the more problems we solve, and the more we think this is weird. We we evolved with problems, and we've always been problem solvers, problem solvers, but not to this extent. We the 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 rate of of innovation is, it, it, I mean, the last sixty years. Pre previous to like the last year, the, the 60 years before, we've innovated more in the last year than the previous 60 years. So it's going to end up being every, instead of every year, every month, and then every day, the innovation. So it's going to soon be every day of innovation is going to be like the previous 60 years. We're going so fast that we're solving so many problems that we don't really have real problems, and we need to make some. That's why a lot of rich people uh, who don't have financial problems make up problems and they have a lot of mental disorders and drug problems. I grew up with a lot of rich people like that, rich kids who didn't have to work for their money and didn't know why they being so comfortable was very foreign to them. So so they had to invent problems and then they have they did they it's so easy to invent problems. Boom, you have a drug problem. You're partying every night every night you are spending a ton of money that you didn't earn, so you don't know the value of a dollar, and you have everything you want. You've never had to build anything or do anything for money, and you don't have a purpose in life, so you're going to have to figure something out. And I feel like a lot of the problems people see today and experience today are as a result of being too comfortable, and they make their, they, they just make it out of thin air. So the the best problem to have when you don't have any is the world is coming to an end. We must repent for our sins of innovating and and being comfortable. And we and then also because of social media and because of having smartphones and, and access to news and because of this Sudan problem, whatever that is, I don't even know. 
uh, we see how people are struggling all over the world. And we then put, try to put ourselves in their shoes, but we really can't because we don't disconnect from how good we have it here, but we temporarily do. And then we say, uh, oh, man, we got to follow this fake account and hopefully that will help. What is it going to hurt if I follow and like and share this account that eventually will just delete everything about Sudan and then become a meme account with 600,000 or a million followers? Joke's on you. And um, we buy into it, and we buy into the fake news and the, 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 you know, anything to make us feel better about our amazing situation. And that's why I think our culture is in decline. We're not conserving things that make us stable. We're not conserving the idea of family. We're not conserving the idea of, of art. I keep going back to it, but it's all connected. We're not conserving the idea of beauty. Uh, we're kind of perverting everything. And, and things that are very dangerous are starting to be normalized. If you pay close attention to what they're, they're, they're doing with exposing children to the gay pride stuff and, and all that, they, they're getting very close to pedophilia. And, and you're going to see, look, this is my prediction. In five years, maybe less, you're going to have mainstream news outlets start pushing heavily. They're doing it now, drip, drip, drip. But it's going to be heavy, a heavy stream in, in three to five years where they're going to say pedophilia is a sexual preference. It's not a mental disorder. And it's not a big deal if there's consent with I mean, I don't even want to finish that sentence, but I'm not kidding. That's what's happening. It's what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, the, the, this, um, these, fake, the, these fake accounts are as a result of us being very gullible and buying into the BS. We never even ask why these, com these countries in Africa don't have water, and I, I think I've spoken about this in the in the in the global warming episode, but we never really question it. We never question why don't they have in infrastructure? Why don't they have water? Why don't they have electricity? Why don't they have access to to few, to energy like we do? And it's because our countries and first world countries all over the world prevent them from doing that. And we bribe the dictators that we put in power in those countries with foreign aid, which they steal for themselves, which is billions of dollars a year, and then we just take their resources. And we put sanctions on those countries. We don't allow them to develop. In the name of global warming, we're allowed to develop, and we're allowed to innovate, and we're allowed to pull ourselves up from the dark ages, but they're not. How racist is that? <laughs> and also, I mean, that's real racism. That's not BS... Uh, racism where if i put a joke up in my story and someone will be like that's racist and i'll be like how where was their hate in that and they go oh actually you're right that's vague because it's happened many times so there's no specific there's not a specific instance where it's just one time it happens to me it happens all the time people have been conditioned to just say that is racist that is homophobic that's hateful that's hate speech and i go how and they have no response because they think that that's a debate again the ability to debate has been killed. Curiosity has been killed. There's no such thing as questioning things anymore. There's no such thing as 
as um, looking into things pretty deeply anymore. Hence, how that's how there are these fake accounts. We'll plant a hundred trees if you repost this. Really? You will? Will you show us anything? No, because they didn't even. No one ever even questioned that. But they'll repost, and they'll 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 like, and they'll follow. But those are scams. And you know what? Maybe some of them are scamming people out of money. From 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 the very little I've looked at, they I don't think that they really ask for money. I think that the people that run those accounts are a little are smart enough to know that that is elite, like that they can be put in prison for that and prosecuted. Um, let me get to. I I literally didn't write any notes, but I feel like I added something. In uh, <laughs> literally my notes says um, fake organizations clout, and then I have a link for an article for something else, and then um, I still have adulting isn't the thing. Maybe I'll get to that next week. I think I think I I, I will do the podcast next week with the guests. Um, open the portal, but you know. So um, yeah. I mean, that's all I really have to say. You guys got to be a little bit more curious. And you got to question things a little bit more. And uh, not believe it. Now, a lot of the people who follow Sadwater are the ones who brought this to my attention. And they they uh, are, are pretty smart. I think that this mainly, those accounts mainly attract millennials who have been brought up to be special you're all special you matter everything you you don't have to accomplish anything you're just special you're smart you're the best you're 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 um yeah so i think that when you, when you're taught from from very young that you're special you want to feel special so rather than accomplishing things you're just going to repost those those scammy accounts and be special uh, but Gen Z, I think Gen Z is a little bit more, um, a little bit smarter. All right. So now off to the next thing that I wanted to talk about briefly. Because I did mention this last week about how movies aren't funny anymore. And I thought it was just me, but the Hollywood Reporter, uh, wrote an article, they they posted an article today that says Late Night, which is the movie I mentioned last week, and the decline of comedy at the box office. Is Netflix really to blame? It's funny how disconnected from reality these people are that write these articles because, no, it's not Netflix. First of all, Netflix, the, most of the movies that Netflix releases aren't funny or aren't good. The Because there, there's really no quality control. They have so much money that they're just throwing it at filmmakers and saying, make whatever you want. So there is no quality control. And I think that the, this, you know, really good comedies are meant to be seen in, in, uh, oh, someone commented, Wine Country, very bad. Wine Country, I guess, was a comedy that Netflix released. And uh, it's an all-female cast, mostly from SNL. I think Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and the rest. It didn't look good. It It looked very unfunny. But... That's besides the point. So this headline says, Late Night and the Decline of Comedy at the Box Office is Netflix really to blame. 
no, I have the answer, and I've been talking about this forever. You're not allowed to be funny anymore. Comedy is dead because comedy isn't allowed anymore. The thing about comedy, the special thing about comedy is you can't control what people laugh at. I mean, you if you're an individual and you laugh at something, that's that's a uncontrol that you involuntary. You have no control. You can be the most PC, most social justice warrior type of person and you can hear the most offensive thing that's so funny and deep down if you find it funny, you can't stop yourself from laughing. That's why laughing is very powerful. There's truth to laughter. So what's happening now is that the PC culture is seeping into comedy. And uh, I guess millennials, Gen Z is going to fix it. But for now, you're not allowed to be funny. First and foremost, what's happening with these movies is there needs to be a message. And the message needs to convey, if you're white, if you're a man, you're bad. And that's the that's the main message. That's the main message now. If you're white and a man, you're bad. That's what late night was about. Um, oh, and then I saw the 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 zombie movie, the what's it called, the dead don't die. And it stars Bill Murray and a bunch of other people. And right off the bat, it's it's super anti right wing. And it's environment it, the reason why zombies start coming out of the ground be- is because of it they 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 made up something called polar ice fracking they combined the ice caps melting with fracking and then that's why zombies and then the moon something with the moon i don't know the movie wasn't funny i i laughed a little bit in the beginning but then it just got very the the, the movie became a, a thing where the the director was like hey look at all these Look at all these famous people I'm friends with. And then also politics. And uh, yeah, you're, you're just not allowed to be funny anymore, which is sad. But I guess, I guess Gen Z is getting a lot of their comedy from YouTube. But eventually when they grow up and they're going to start writing movies and all that, it'll come back. But for now, it's dead. So the <laughs> this article is blaming Netflix for for that no people want to go out and people want to laugh with a large crowd it's just there hasn't been anything funny even the movies it mentions i mean the long shot or i that came out a month and a half ago i forgot that that was a movie i saw it in theaters it was with uh seth rogan and Charlize theron and it flopped big time it was super political super political so was Booksmart, which bombed. By the way, that 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 other movie that's in the the title of this uh, article, Late Night. It was it was sold for the most ever in Sundance. A studio bought it for thirteen million dollars, and it bombed. It barely made five million dollars. Oh, and then they have a chart. No laughing matter. Comedy's dwindling decade. Even as total box office has grown, box office for comedy has fallen. Yeah, that's that's because it's not allowed anymore. Um, it's not allowed. Oh, they put so in the past ten years they put Sex in the City as a comedy. It's not. The Hangover. The Hangover Two. Ted. Twenty Two Jump Street. 
Those movies are not... <laughs> even those movies would not be allowed to come out. They wouldn't be allowed to... They wouldn't allow that today. They wouldn't allow those movies today. Very sad. Um, I guess that shows at my age that I complain about movies, but I love comedies. Go watch any comedy from the 80s and you'll be astonished that that was actually allowed to get made. You would even the office that wouldn't be allowed that one that wouldn't be allowed today. All right. I'm going to get to some questions. I didn't get to questions last week. I had a I just last week I just made the whole thing a rant. I think I I think I conveyed my message about the fake accounts. Oh, and the last thing I wanted to mention about fake news and the fake things and why we believe anything is um, it's two things. So one, today's main story on Twitter was about Alex Jones and his his servers having pedophile porn and all that. And the way that that Twitter framed it is complete fake news. But the fact is, is that most people aren't on Twitter. And, and, and I think most people take it with a grain of salt, but um, let me see if, let me, I'm looking right now. Let me see if I could uh, find it. Is it in uh, trending? Because it was in the morning. Hey, bear with me for one second. I guess they, um, I guess it's not trending anymore because it's complete BS. Oh, no, it is. Oh, they actually, it's funny because in the morning it was a completely different headline, but it has an unflattering picture of Alex Jones. It says, lawyers of Sandy Hook family say Alex Jones turned over files containing child sexual exploitation material in ongoing lawsuit. Um... That's a very mis. I mean, it's not as bad as the one this morning. I, I can't remember what it was um, this morning, but that one was completely fake. This is kind of fake. Uh, th- th- that's okay. People don't read articles anymore, and people don't research anymore. People read a headline and get their news from the headline, and that's it. It's uh, it's a lot more efficient. We're all lazy, and uh, but this is this is complete fake news. Lawyers of Sandy Hook family say Alex Jones turned over files containing... No, no, no. Basically, and the FBI is looking into this, basically, uh, people without... And, and, and Alex Jones or, or his employees, no no one opened those files, but basically, people who people were targeting Alex Jones and sending him those things to get him in trouble. And that came out. But you the, the way you frame headlines and the way that the, the media frames these headlines is... Because they know people won't read the article, and they're gonna try. They're gonna try. I mean, Alex Jones is is um is a pretty explosive figure, but he has major influence, and he's a big threat. The same way PewDiePie. PewDiePie is a major threat to these people too. These people cannot be controlled, especially because they've been deplatformed. They're not on YouTube, or actually, I mean, PewDiePie is. But I'm saying like Alex Jones and people like him are not on YouTube anymore. They're not on Twitter. They're not on anything. So really they're on their own platforms and you just you can't you can't stop their influence. And they're still powerful. They still have a major, major audience. And he says some crazy things sometimes, but that's his brand. But people are really trying to take him down and, and it's mainly in these in these headlines. 
because if you really read the article, you then see the truth. But no one reads the article. That's kind of my point. Fake news, fake news is mainly headlines, mainly how headlines are framed with half-truths and uh, sometimes bl- blatant lies. I mean, I guess a half-truth is a lie. All right, let's get to the questions. You kind of get my point. Be a little bit more uh, skeptical. I can't say that word. Never going to be able to say that word, but you understand what I'm saying. I have a speech impediment, and it's with certain words. Uh, there's a, I can't remember the other word, but when I need to say it, you'll all know. But um, skeptical, skeptical, whatever. Oh, by the way, guys, I have a fun week ahead of me. I'm going to some celebrity event tomorrow. And maybe that's sad water news, maybe not, but I'm going to do that. And then I'm seeing um, a movie, Zombieland 2. I'm seeing that on Thursday because I know the director and they have a a screening for friends and family. Basically, they invite you to these screenings and uh, months before. I think the movie's coming out in October, so that's like six months away. And you see the movie without most of the special effects without most of the music they put temp songs in there also and you're supposed to tell them what you hate about the movie so that should be cool i'm gonna see that on thursday and uh very honored i was invited very honored i'm still i'm I, i i have not been ostracized fully from the entertainment industry here i guess they haven't read all my tweets Actually, before I get to the questions, you guys want me to <laughs> read you some tweets on my personal Twitter? I uh, I write some some very offensive things, and and because I'm being pretty transparent with you all right now, let me read you some of my tweets. Um, the one I wrote late last night didn't get any action because it's uh. It was late at night, and usually people... I Usually, I'll get most of my action if people retweet me, and I think that it was embarrassing for people to retweet this. But um, it was a can of Pringles, and I'm showing my um, my uh, people, the very few people watching the YouTube. And so I tweeted this picture of a can of Pringles. You know what that is. And then I wrote as the caption, Fleshlight for fat people. For those of you that don't know, the Fleshlight is a thing you buy that looks like a flashlight, but you could stick your, you could stick your, um, for lack of a better word, you could stick your dick in it, <laughs> and have sex with a thing that looks like a flashlight, and they called it fleshlight. Very creative. So I, I, I figured, hey, a can of Pringles, that's a fleshlight for fat people. But then someone corrected me, and said, uh, the fleshlight is a fleshlight for fat people. I guess both are fleshlights for fat people. So, you know. It was funny to me, okay? Listen, anything I write is just for myself. If anyone else likes it, great. And then I wrote one of of um, Native Americans yesterday. So the thing about comedy is you got to make fun of everyone. And I and I make fun of everyone. So th- so either I'm racist against everyone including Jews, which I am a Jew, or uh, I just find everything funny. So I wrote a bad joke. I wrote, if you're white and you're trying to sleep with a Native American, your pickup line should be something like, how? I'm here to colonize your pants. I was looking around my room to um, 
to see if anyone was here to laugh, but no one's here. And, uh, all right, let's go to, um, there was a, a thing from a gay, a gay news Twitter account that says, uh, trans poet Joss Charles, Joss, I don't know if that's a name, but J-O-S, trans poet Josh, Joss Charles rearranges the alphabet to survive its ferocity against her body. I Still don't know what that headline means. And again, I won't read the article because we only read headlines nowadays. So um, I wrote, but that's a dude also what? And again, showing the picture of this trans person. That's a guy. That's a guy with a guy hair. You got to put some effort. You can't just put light makeup and and say, hey, I'm trans. If I have nothing against trans people except when they try to try to, you know, lump children into that. But um, if you're going to be trans, put some effort into it or else you're just a guy with some makeup. You're an emo guy. You look like an emo guy. You're a guy. Put some effort into it. Trick me. (laughs) Make me think you're a female. Make me do a double take and say, whoa, really? That's a that's that's a trans person. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's a guy with a nose ring and some eyeliner and an emo haircut. You're not trans. I'm sorry. Put some effort into it. Um okay, next one. I I don't know. Honestly, I think this segment I just made up right now where I'm reading my recent tweets is funny and I'm going to maybe do it again. But um I've been on fire lately. There was a t- because of Sadwater, there was a little bit of time where I just didn't tweet. But now I'm kind of just, you know, I don't care. If anything, I want Twitter to ban me. Eventually. Um Teen Vogue posted a an article that says, "Yes, sex work is real work." Teen Vogue, they're they're teaching kids this. I mean, I doubt I doubt people read Teen Vogue anymore. A lot of these publications have five million followers, but their retweet their their ratio of retweets and likes is very very low. So I'm assuming either those are fake followers or people just don't pay attention. So yes, sex work is real work. And um, I wrote, I miss the good old days when we called it whoring out or prostitution sex work. Shut up. Um, all right, so I did one of, um, this is only going to be relevant if, if you were born in the eighties or grew up watching Indiana Jones, but, um, Andrew Yang is running for president. He's some Asian guy. (laughs) He's Andrew Yang. And then his, his slogan for, for his presidential campaign campaign is some Asian guy. Andrew Yang, vote for me, some Asian guy. Andrew Yang, the first some Asian guy to run for president. So I, I, uh, I'll i show you guys the picture on YouTube. If not, you got to Google it. 
And then you got a Google short round from Indiana Jones 2, the Temple Temple of Doom. I wrote, Andrew Yang is one of the few child actors to have a stable and successful adult life. Can't believe he's able to, he's been able to transcend his early successes and run an interesting presidential camp- campaign that's still gaining steam. So I posted a picture of um, short round from, from um, Indiana Jones and then Andrew Yang. They're both wearing little caps. And uh, it's the same guy, except for the fact that the guy from from uh, Indiana Jones is a completely different person, and uh, that can be perceived as racist. And I think that they're not... One of them is half Chinese or whatever, and the other one is um, Vietnamese. To me, that's the same thing. Uh, again, I'm not racist. I'm just efficient. Um, oh, okay. And then I uh, also did another thing about tran- trans. I said you can only be a tranny if you were... <laughs> If you put in the effort to be hot, even uh, even ugly girls try. All right, and then the last one, because I've been pretty active. I guess I'll, I'll say the last two. Is uh, I, I did two polls four days ago. And five days ago, I did two polls. Uh, one of them is, should being homeless be illegal? I got 710 votes on that. It was very, very close. Uh, 55% said no, homeless being homeless shouldn't be illegal. Uh 45% said yes, slash homeless people should go to jail. That's pretty close. And then the 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 <laughs> the poll I did the day before that, which was reported to Twitter because of hate speech or something, was should women lose their right to vote? Please, on, only men can vote here. Be honest. Now, this one was not close. This one was um way 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 the the mar- you know the the it was it was um a landslide victory for yes women should not be able to vote anymore 78% said yes women should not be able to vote anymore 11,523 votes vote people voted i mean so so um basically the people have spoken we live in a democracy and women can't vote anymore uh i got an email from twitter saying we we have received a complaint regarding your account for the following content, uh, tweet, text, should women lose their right to vote? Please, only men can vote here. Be honest. And then they said, we have investigated the reported content and could not identify any violations of the Twitter rules. So basically, um, basically, Twitter had no problem with women not being able to vote anymore. And I was pretty surprised that that's their stance. But, you know, God bless Twitter, I guess, right? Let's get to the questions. Follow me on Twitter at I'm not telling you. I'm just not going to tell you my account. Uh, maybe DM me and I'll send it to you. But uh, yeah, let's let's go to the questions. And that was 49 minutes and 50 seconds of my opening rant. I'll answer a few questions because I have some left over from last week, which you know. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'll save the questions for next week because there's one more thing I wanted to talk about, which I I did post in the Sadwater story, and it was a, a DM from a Sadwater follower. He said uh, he sent me a picture, 12 secrets to high self-esteem. I think self-esteem is total BS because in in order to get a high self-esteem, it's more it's more of things you have to gain on your own. Um I did a sad fact yesterday about how failure 
is is good because the more you fail, the more you learn, and the more you learn from your mistakes. And really, the only way to succeed in life is by failure because that implies you tried. Nothing new. It's not innovative thinking. It's it's just something that was on my mind yesterday. So the whole self-esteem movement is complete trash. It's BS. You shouldn't keep telling. If you have kids, you shouldn't tell your kids they're special. You can say they're special to you, but it's not, you know, they didn't accomplish anything. If they lost, tell them that that's okay, but they lost. They shouldn't get a trophy for losing. Again, not not a controversial opinion. It's been said many times. People have been speaking about this many times. So the Sadwater follower said, uh, sent me that picture of 12 secrets to high self-esteem and then asked me, what would your 12 not-so-secrets be? So I'll read you my 12 right now. Maybe I'll get to one question. I'll get to the next ones next week, whatever. I don't care. Um, I think that the, these kinds of podcasts flow a little bit better without, you know, just making it about questions. And uh, so I replied with 12 things. I said, number one, get in a fight or in fights. A lot of people who complain about things, I don't think they've ever pun- got punched in the face. So they have this, um, what is it, a superiority complex or, 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 or like a God complex? I guess that's why we think that if we just recycle uh, and not use plastic bags, we're going to fix the environment. We just think that we're so powerful. And we think that we can change things by these little small things like, oh, I'm going to use a different kind of light bulb. You're not special. Get punched in the face. Punch someone else in the face. Uh, we got to stop being so precious. We can solve problems through violence. <laughs> that can be taken out of context, but it's true. There, I've mentioned this before, but if if you're, let's say you're at a rally or something, and this is on both sides, like uh, if you have a sign and if you have a Trump sign, I've seen videos of this, if you have a Trump sign and someone rips your private property, yeah, that sucks. But I think neither person has ever been in a fight or punched in the face because a lot of people are like, police, this is assault. You touched my elbow. This is assault. This is my private property. You ripped my private property. Now, you can say that. You can say, hey, that's my, that's, this is my shit. This is my poster. And you ripped it. But then you fight. And I think both people would be better off after that fight. I think both people would be very humbled after that fight. So number one on this not-so-secret list of, uh, of life, self-esteem, or whatever, real self-esteem, is getting to fight your fights. Number two is uh, start boxing or learn some sort of martial art and train or do, or do something where you train every day and then you feel like, hey, I'm going to die. It's important to feel like you're going to die every day because that's how we evolved. We evolved through danger and through fearing things. Why do you think we fear spiders? Most spi- or snakes. Most snakes and spiders won't kill us, but some are venomous, and we have evolved with these fears. It's the same why we're afraid of the dark, because back in the day before we had access to electricity, outside of the campfire and outside of the tribe, we had no clue what was out there. 
So we feared what was in the dark because we didn't know what was in the dark. Or even when you're swimming, when you're in the ocean and you can't see what's beneath you, every little sensation you feel will be scary. And that's by design. That's because you're here right now and your ancestors knew to be afraid of the dark because uh, they didn't know what was there. So every day of your life, you're supposed to feel like you're going to die. Not in a bad way. Again, a lot of things that we perceive as negative, like that's just negative thinking. Uh, Don't be so judgmental. You shouldn't judge other people. Yeah, you should. You should be weary of people you don't know. If someone looks weird to you, if someone dresses weird to you, deep down you're going to be you're going to question that person and you're going to question their motives. That's why it's hard when you're texting people to see uh the the context of what they're saying. And a lot of things are misconstrued through text or through even phone calls. It's very important to see people's faces and their their different facial expressions when you're talking to them. Granted, some people, I mean, I think I'm, I'm a little bit like that. I'm, it's, I'm even face-to-face, I have a problem uh, uh, reading people's faces, hence why sometimes I'm pretty offensive, and I'll just keep being offensive. Or maybe I just don't care. Maybe both. I don't know. But number two, start boxing or something like that and feel like you're going to die, train, and get hurt, and all those things. Very important. Number two, eat healthy slash don't be fat. That's how you can gain some self-esteem. If you look like shit and dress like shit and you, you 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 end up feeling like crap and then having bad, you know, thoughts. You need to eat healthy and don't be fat. Even if you, if you if you let's just say for example you're a writer and you're just stuck. You've been sitting in your chair for five hours. You're stuck. You have writer's block. You don't know what to write. Go take a walk. You get your brain moving. And you you think differently after. Your brain is all is firing up. I mean, you can look at brain scans of someone who's been idle for a long time. And there's no activity up there. And you can see brain scans of people who have, you know, just worked out or went for a walk or something. And it's firing. It's going crazy on all cylinders. So, um... That's why I actually, I think fat people are dumb. (laughs) I think fat people are dumb because uh, they're just not getting their brain moving. Imagine just being idle and being like a sloth and just sitting still forever and then eating shitty food on top of that. You're going to be dumb. You're going to lose some IQ points. I'm sorry, but if you do that for years on end, you're going to get dumb. A lot of fat people are are actually perceived as... um, dumb for i think maybe deep down for that reason but also something about the 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 shape of their face it just makes them look nice like they're they're cute and jolly and uh non-threatening i guess i guess when you're fat you're just you're just you you lose everything that makes the traits that your your face yeah i think if you have like a a a symmetrical uh face with like a strong jawline you 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 Per, you you put this thing in other people's head that you are may, maybe trustworthy but also tough a tough person and that's good so eat healthy and don't be fat number three number four go through heart whoa 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 my um I'm taking out my headphones because there's some echoing thing, and hopefully the rest of the podcast records well. 
it's weird without my headphones to talk, but hey, something just happened and I got to, <laughs> I have to talk like this now. Totally fine. Let's just finish this really quickly because I, I feel like I, I can't hear myself. I can't hear. Oh, I can do it like this. No, I'm not going to do it like that. I was covering my ears. All right. Number four, go through a hard breakup. Go through a hard breakup or be in a relationship. When you go through a hard breakup, you that is like feeling like you're going to die for people. A lot of people either lose a lot of weight or gain a lot of weight. And uh, they, they got used to that that routine that they, they even even if they were in a bad relationship, they got used to that routine and we adapt to things very easily. So when you go through a breakup that builds character and then and then later relationships, future relationships are easier to handle. Your emotions are easier to handle. You become a stronger, better person. And um, whoever is your girlfriend or boyfriend after that bad breakup, they should thank you because you're 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 an enlightened, better person. Right. I can go on, but I'm only at number five right now. Oh, I guess I'm a little bit repetitive because number five is work out every day. Minus one or two days of rest. Pretty straightforward. I already spoke about why that's important. Number six, don't censor yourself. I think the more straightforward you are, the more offensive you are, the more people appreciate your honesty and your humor. I think that a lot of what people are censoring is is the humorous, the funny part of them. And I think people really um, value those things. Now, the reason why... Speaking as a male, the reason why females value humor, no matter how offensive it is, is because in order to be funny, you have to be smart, and they value brains. So the reason why a lot of people say men are funnier than women is because um, men have used it as a tool for the past thousand-something years or whatever. Whenever we invented the first joke, we knew that we weren't all good-looking, and we used uh we used humor to show hey we're all so smart and looks fade but be with me because i'm smart i can make you money <laughs> i can support the family and i think people uh especially women value that so don't censor yourself wow i am repetitive because number 7 is learn how to be funny i guess it just stems from don't censor yourself so i just explained that explained why number eight is stay offline uh easier said than done i'm 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 addicted to being on twitter and 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 youtube and and social media in general i think mainly because i spend a lot of my time on the sad water account because that's kind of my business right now so uh if you don't have to to work on instagram i would stay stay off of it and, and and almost treat yourself Maybe go on once or twice a day for a certain amount of time and that's it. Like candy. Treat social media as candy. You know it's bad for you, so don't have it all the time. Don't get caught up in the BS too. So uh, number nine is don't get in debt. Now, I am in debt. Not in terrible debt, but I am because I built Sadwater off of my own uh, credit card. <laughs> off the Off the money I didn't even have. But, you know, I guess I guess go in debt if you are a gambling person 
and you think you have a good idea and no one's going to invest in your idea, invest in it yourself and take a chance, take risks. But don't get in dumb debt. Don't get in debt because you feel like you have to go to school, uh, because you feel like you have to go to college, because people tell you to go to college, so then you take out student loans. Don't do that. I think that that's stupid. You can take, you can, you know, go to trade school and learn learn how to be an electrician or a plumber or something. And you can eventually own your business and make money yourself like that. Um, but also don't get in debt from shopping and buying things because that's not going to fill that empty void in your heart. And, and, and that's not how you gain a high self-esteem. Don't just spend money because you feel like that is going to give you an identity. It won't give you an identity and it won't fill, fill your emptiness. Learn something. Be curious. That w- that's what, what will do it. Or have a meaningful relationship. What I've realized also is that when I was younger, I guess I guess with young people in general, they um, especially if they have access to money, which I did, they they buy into needing the new uh, Nike SBs or Supreme or whatever, and or the new <laughs> the new line from Alexander Wang or I don't know what. But I was a I was a I'm going to use that word again from last week. I was a fag. I was straight. I am straight, but I was a fag. I, I, I bought into that kind of stuff. I thought you needed to have the certain brands and all that. But the older I've gotten, the more minimalistic I've been. Uh, I kind of wear the same thing every day. And uh, I don't care about brands very much. There There is a difference, for instance, when you buy a car or um, a phone or, or something but not a huge difference, and 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 sometimes I'll 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 buy something that's a little bit more expensive than the other thing because of the quality of it or because of the aesthetic of it, and because of the craft craftsmanship. But really, um, but really, sorry, I got a text, so I got thrown off. But really, for the most part, especially with clothing and jewelry and all that, it does none of it matters. Uh, oh, I, I by the way, my list is ten, not twelve. Number 10, leave your house, go to places alone, not big groups of friends. Now, um, when I was younger, I, I this was actually by, by my gut, and then it became by design. When I would go out as a, as a young kid, I wouldn't, as a young kid, in my 20s and stuff, when I would go out in South Beach and DJ and all that, I wouldn't go out with a group of friends, especially because typically people would go out with a group of dudes. Uh, you're killing your ratio. You're not going to get laid you're why would you go out with 10 other dudes who are probably your homies but you're all going to be competing for the the few hot girls in the, the at the place go out alone you'll you're 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 going to go to the same places over and over so you're going to be you're going to you're going to be familiar with the people that work there some of the people that that go there around that same time and you're going to have little pockets of friends where you go but don't go to those places with people uh and then also, sometimes go to the movies alone. You don't need to go to f- movies with friends. If you go to the movies, or really anywhere, go do things alone. Go go to a restaurant. Go to dinner alone. Um, and try to leave your phone behind or don't look at your phone. And, you know, maybe you'll people watch or whatever. But it's good to kind of be alone with your thoughts and be, and be able to hang out with yourself. If you can't hang out with yourself, no one can hang out with yourself. I mean, with you. Sorry. Um... You become more of an interesting person when you can entertain yourself. I'm I'm always very weary of people 
and I question these kinds of people who are constantly surrounded by other people and who have many friends and who talk about all their friends that they have. Those people are probably the most boring people. They are intellectually... They have, they have the intellect of a rock. Not the rock, not the actor the rock, but a, a rock, an inanimate object. And uh, they are going to hang out with carbon copies of themselves and no one's going to have anything interesting to say, but they all kind of use each other as pacifiers or, or security blankets and uh, not fun, not interesting, be fun, be interesting, hang out by yourself. Honestly, I uh, would get to the questions right now, but my micro, my my headphones got cut out and I was getting echoes of things I was saying. So um, I, I did want to get to some questions. I, I, I have them on my iPad. I'm going to save them for next week. And uh, hey, we're an hour and almost eight minutes into this. So I guess this is a good time to end it. That was Sadcast episode 49. I am Sadwater. I love you. Bye.